You are listening to an edited version of Get Radio's Business Brunch, which airs every Sunday at 11am on DAB Digital Radio across Oxfordshire and online at getradio.co.uk. For copyright reasons, we cannot play the songs mentioned in the show. But for more info and Business Brunch-related content, head over to getradio.co.uk. Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben Thompson. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Good morning. This is Get Radio and welcome to the Business Brunch with me, Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson and Terry Recruitment. Every week I am joined by experts here in Oxfordshire to share with you some of the amazing, clever business minds in businesses large and small, sharing their expertise with you, the listener. Um, and on today's show, it's going to be no different. Um, we're going to be talking all about advertising. And to do that, we are joined by Hamish Law of Get Radio, the wonderful radio station, Charlie Cadbury of Say It Now, and Mark Grayson of Star Stream Photography and Film. This is The Business Brunch with me, Ben Thompson. We'll be looking forward to welcoming our three experts after this. Get Radio. Welcome back to The Business Brunch um, here on Get Radio. So let's dive in and let's introduce our three experts under the topic of advertising with you. Let's start first up, Hamish Law. Welcome, Hamish. How are you doing? All right, Ben. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. So yeah, tell the listeners all about you and indeed Get Radio. I'd love to. Um, A bit about me. I've been in commercial radio uh, for nigh on 20 years, uh, working in the Northwest for the first part of that. Now, pretty much 17 years across Oxfordshire. Um, currently uh, sat here today as commercial director for what is a very exciting um, local radio station called Get Radio, passionately here for the business, the charity and the community sector here across Oxfordshire. So um, bringing my experience from commercial radio, from working with lots of different businesses across the years to to what I believe is a really exciting project here. So um, yeah, that's that's me. Amazing. Thanks so much. Uh, next up, we've got Charlie Cadbury of Say It Now. Welcome, Charlie. Hi there. Great to be here. Thanks so much. So tell listeners all about Say It Now. Um, so we are an advertising technology business working in the world of smart speakers, allowing people to converse with advertising the messages they hear on the radio and the TV. So imagine that you're listening to a radio show and the ads come on and one of the ads might say, tonight it's pizza night. I'd like to give you 50% off your pizza tonight. Just say, Alexa, open Pizza Hut to get your coupon you then say alexa open pizza hut she says can i send you that coupon to your phone you say yep and that coupon arrives with you but pizza hut they then get and log into our dashboard they can see exactly where those ads have been served when people are engaging so really we're giving the mediums of audio and tv a click we've spent the last few years winning awards with amazon working with the the biggest advertising um, groups uh, on the planet putting this actionable advertising paradigm into the world and we're growing very, very quickly. We've built a, a layer of technology to enable this. So having some fun here and loving radio. Amazing. No, great intro. Um, and last but not least, uh, Mark Grayson of Starstream Photography and Film. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, Ben. Hi, how are you doing? Thanks so much for joining us. So tell the listeners about the wonders of Starstream. Well, firstly, Charlie, you send me that because I like pizza 50% off. Pop it in the mail. That's brilliant. But apart from that, 
My name is Mark Rayson, and I run Starstream Photography and Film, and also owner of the Oxford Drone Company. And quite literally, the business has been built on, we will kind of film or photograph anything. We don't have any specific ideas about what we want to do. We are photographers for hire, as you can see, a little list on that side, um, of everything we like to do. And these are all things that I've grown up with, started doing weddings, and it just spirals out from there on in. Quite frankly, if it's fun to take pictures of, that's where I'd like to be. And the drone business just has ad- added to that over the last couple of years. And becoming a qualified drone pilot has also uh, increased my visibility. And again, with advertising and marketing, these are all troublesome ideas, but also things that you can actually get right. And it, it really is quite a big universe. So we are in a huge big pot, and we like to do as much as we can to keep it interesting for everybody and deliver some unique and fantastic work for people. Amazing. Perfect. Mark, unfortunately, you've got the short straw, so you have to pick your song first. So, Mark, what's your song choice and why have you picked it? This is a song which is not heard very often these days. It's written by Brian May and he performed it with um, uh, Hungarian, I think he's Hungarian or European somewhere, a lady called Sissel. And it's from the film Pinocchio, uh, which is written, and the song was written by Brian May and it's called What Are We Made Of? Oxfordshire Station Get Radio. Welcome back to the Business Brunch here on Get Radio. Um, we're now back for our roundtable discussion with our three experts all around the world of advertising. So let's start. Um, Hamish, I'm I'm going to let you kick off the kick off the conversation if that's okay. Um, so focusing on the world of advertising, how should a business decide where they advertise, who they advertise to, and and just where to start with it all? What a question, Ben. Um, what a question. Um, I think from where I from where, from where I sit, I I talk to advertisers about who their who their audience is, who their customer base is, understand who they want to reach. Um, that will often guide them, or that will often allow others to guide them as to where they should be um, spending their money, as to what platforms they they should be using, about what targeting they should be looking at about what what um what what regions they should be looking at geographically um un- understand who your customer base is and then work with either someone in a trusted capacity or 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 do your research and understand what opportunities there are in market to reach that um that customer base amazing no great great way to intro charlie i'm going to bring the conversation along to you because because i think one of the big things in in advertising has always been how do you measure how how do you know whether it's working um and i know that within your business you've you've really kind of taken taken a new look at that so how do you measure um marketing with i guess it you'll say it now hat on but also speaking more broadly as well so, you know, just as a bit of background, I spent my whole life in kind of emergent technology. I was, I was working with websites in 99. And then uh, my previous business, we made websites for advertising marketers and then Facebook applications and a load of mobile apps. And now we've, um, uh, obviously just using voice and kind of exploring the world of, of voice marketing and kind of to, to echo Hamish. It's all about putting your feet in the shoes of your customer, walking their digital day, understanding their digital journey. Where are they spending their time on? 
different digital platforms for you to then place those ads and then make it as easy as possible for them to engage on those platforms. Because if you are able to kind of measure those events in a digital environment, you can bring that consolidated understanding about the audience, the time, the platforms in which you place your ads, and then the effectiveness of every one of those ads. So then you can make each pound you're spending on advertising go further and the challenge people know that radio advertising is possibly the best way to get cut through in the home especially radio and tv but these devices have always just been broadcasting into in fact we we had a, a conversationalist in residence say uh, an oxford don actually he'd um uh who came and we were talking looking at this kind of art of conversation and he said you know that radio and audio advertising are kind of based on post-war command and control propaganda techniques that they will continue to blast you with the same message time and time again until you comply but if you put the opportunity to converse or have a conversation with that advertising message it all becomes a bit more permissive you're able to actually choose to fire up your vocal cords and have a conversation with this smart speaker in the room and that makes that advertising message land within your day a whole load better you're more likely to remember it and you're able then to also measure that and so this whole idea of kind of giving audio and tv advertising a click delivers us back data we can then use to make more effective business decisions amazing amazing mark <clears throat> I, I think a well-known phrase is is a picture can say a thousand words um and, and i'm sure a video can say say a lot more than that um how how should businesses ensure that they look good whether that be online or whether that be in promotional material purely focus on advertising I think one of the key things, especially for the online advertising, is short seg segment videos, but they need to be done quite often in the same way as headshots and things like that. If a year has passed since you've changed what you deliver to the public via social channels, it's time to start thinking about re-energizing them because things do change, people change, and headshots change, and all everything changes. And we are in a changing world of advertising. As Charlie said, he's on the edge of this new stuff. And I think that's fascinating because, you know, it's not a case of like 10 years ago, put an advert on Facebook for wedding um, photography and you get 30 people contacting you. The thing is, the world is saturated now with everybody's advertising something. And it's way of people now have to start thinking of slightly clever ways, more unique ways to actually get through the mire of rubbish to actually what you want to get and what you want to hire. And so key things are, as always, how you present yourself. It's about presentation of yourself and your business and your company. And I think if you get that right and often and keep looking at how you are seen by the public and altering each time you go out there, that keeps you ahead of the game and you will win eventually. Mm, no, re really good point there. Really good point. Um, and talking about about this, how you're seen by the public and 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 the local piece. Let's let's move on a little bit to to a win win, Hamish, if that's okay. Because I know that one of the things that's really big about Get Radio is is that local support, isn't it? Whether it be local events or musicians or or, or business show that that we're on at the moment, can, can there be a win win in business? So so can can you can you advertise as as an advertiser and support a charity event? And like, do those things work? Is there a win win? I, I think so. Um, you know, we're we're transparently, uh, you know, supporting Oxfordshire in everything we do here, and that 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 is part of our story. That's part of why advertisers work with us. Um, we're a radio station that cover the entirety of Oxfordshire. Yes, we're a broadcast one to many, let's say, um, platform. We are broadcasting 
to our audience in home, in car, in the workplace. Um, and, you know, people understand the world, certainly in, in, in Oxfordshire, the, the way that, 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 that our form of radio can reach can reach the audience and, and deliver the message. Um, can that be on the back of charity activity? Absolutely. The association with charity and good good causes is is uh, is, is 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 always there. Just today, I was on the um, on the on on, on, a, on a, uh, a video call with with a charity talking about ways that businesses can work with them and and giving them numerous examples. I believe charity and business can work hand in hand. It can be a bit win win scenario. It can work very well with a media owner like us. Absolutely, oh, amazing! No, absolutely. Uh, and Charlie, just just in terms of advertising, how how big or how small um, can can you be um, to to use your kind of technology? Um, is is it just for big businesses, or can small businesses work work with AI as well? Lovely question. So look, we um we've spent the last three years building out a platform to become a self-serve platform so that businesses of any size can create their own voice, uh, voice-enabled campaigns. Um, we're launching that in Q124. In order to seed that, um, we've been working mainly with large advertisers, so people like uh, Tesco, Subaru, Domino's, um, Starbucks, those, like, those guys have been advertising with us across um, uh uh, the UK and um, the US, but they've allowed us to build best practice. We've kind of, uh, in June, we uh, launched at uh, Amazon's um, head office in, in Bishopsgate in London, our voice marketing benchmarking report. So we've now got enough data to accurately benchmark and um, explain if you spend this much on this many thousand ad impressions, you're likely to that, get this kind of response mate rate with smart speakers and get these kind of outcomes, which give people the confidence to then book these types of campaign so kind of you know back to the top of your question um at the moment uh, the 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 barrier is a little bit high in terms of kind of media investment and and our costs but we're working really really hard to bring that down so we can democratize access to this kind of technology because voice and the um the technology behind it is moving at a phenomenal rate if you've seen all the kind of the growth of ai and chat gpt all of the major tech providers have publicly stated they're building those capabilities into these voice assistants that you can um, talk to using meta's glasses from this year or um, i'd be very surprised if there weren't lots of chat gpt based um, hardware that you'd be able to either wear or put into your home and that access points to the internet it used to be your lap your tab your um, laptop and then move to your phone but you speak 150 words a minute and you can only tap into your phone 50 words a minute we're always looking for ways to reduce our cognitive load to access information and services around us that's what's going to push the move to voice as that happens voice is a very very important channel for all advertisers and businesses to embrace and learn how to use Amazing. Amazing. Um, I'm going to stay with you, Charlie, um, as with with Mark um, and soon to be uh, soon to be Hamish. You have chosen a song for our listeners this morning. So what is your song choice and why have you picked it? So I, I grew up at Cheltenham. Um, I was at university in Oxford and then at Oxford Brooks. And I had mates all around the countryside. And I used to spend many of my weekends tearing around the countryside trying to visit all my mates. And then a few years ago, I heard this song called Castle on the Hill by Ed Sheeran, which was a big favour of mine and my families. And it, you know, the narrative just reminded me of 
not happy at times, but time has gone by, you know, um, and uh, it's, it spoke to me, continues to speak to me. My wife's from Wexford, which uh, is where Ed Sheeran's from. So there's, there's a, a bit of a narrative to, to, to all that. So Castle on the Hill by Ed Sheeran. The Business Brunch with Ben Thompson, sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Brunch with me, Ben Thompson, on Get Radio. And today I'm joined by Charlie, Mark and Hamish, um, the three advertising experts, to really hopefully over the next hour share some some really good insight with you, the listener, of should you advertise, where should you advertise, how should you advertise, and really give you the information to, to make informed decisions. And um, so, Mark, I'm, I'm going to come back to you if that's okay and, and really talk about um, should it be you? Or should it be actors or should it be um, a brand? So so I think one of the big things that you get in networking and across the Oxfordshire business community is I think that a lot of us are are scared of camera. Um, a lot of us are. Um, and a lot of us, um, mm. and as I'm sure Hamish gets all the time, wants to voice our own adverts because we're the experts. But so so let's put let's put the world of um of of a video here. How important are is you are you the business owner in video or should you think about outsourcing that and getting a professional in? This is a really good question. And it's all of what you said, and it's none of what you said. And let me explain. I think for the smaller business, especially the, you know, the single person businesses, one of the great things I feel, which has served me very well in, in the past, is to put my face on everything, to be that front person leader, because I am that business. When people phone, it's me. If they email, it's me. If they see me in the street, it's me. And so essentially I become the brand, which I think is very, very interesting. And I'm quite you know, outspoken and gregarious and a bit like a firework display going off at times. But that's because I'm passionate about what I do and how I do it. It's not the same as any other photographer. We all have our little niches. When it comes to larger brands or larger businesses, I think you have to possibly let go as much as you can of the individual and start to think of your brand and what you're putting out there and creating a face for that brand. Because I still think having a face on a brand, regardless of the brand, is a really good thing. Because it goes back to the old adage of people buy from people. That is the bottom line. And if somebody likes somebody, they're more inclined to to do business with them, which is why with our networking it's so important because we build relationships which build business. And that follows through to advertising as well. I think just about everything that I put out there has me on it somewhere, be it in video or anything, and that just just works. So depending on the size of your business, I think you know it's it's everything that you just said. Anything up to a few people, there's one person in that that likes to be on camera and is confident, then make that so because that will follow through to everything you then sell. Larger businesses, why don't you take a slightly larger approach? Because the chances are you're going to be reaching a much, much broader horizon, you know, be it just UK, Europe, or even worldwide. A Starstream, one person, it's just me. I like to be within Oxfordshire. And so my face is around Oxfordshire, my vocals are around Oxfordshire. And again, this is why it works very well with you know, working with you guys at Get Radio, at OBCN. We are dealing with an area, and I'm quite, I think my face is good enough to be put on that area. So it really, really works for me. But every business is different. And I think, you know, take advice from people around you. 
go to networking groups and ask the questions, you know, get the feedback, get the possibilities, look at the alternatives. But at the end of the day, if you're confident of your brand and your ability to do it, then go right ahead and put your face front and center and say, look, this is me. This is what I can do. And I'm really, really proud of it. Amazing. No, brilliant. Hey, Michelle, I'm going to bring a similar question across to you and, and really ask you that difficult question is, um, should your advertisers voice their own adverts? Because I think if if um, we're listening to Get Radio today, there would be some great adverts that, that have been voiced um, by, by the business owner, but then there's some that hasn't. How, how, how do you make that decision? Um, so you're right. There are good examples and there are not so um, polished versions we've all heard over the years to be polite. <laughs> Look, the relationships we all form with our clients and prospects uh, is is one of trust and honesty. The last thing any one of us would want to do is bring a client's commercial to air if it wasn't of the right standard. The right, the last thing they should be considering is putting a suboptimal piece of creative on air. Um, their desire to voice it themselves should not override the. Um, the outcome, which ultimately is for that to be as successful a campaign as possible to reach the objectives of, of whatever that came campaign might be. Um, I've, I've over the years had to uh, be polite, but honest with a number of clients and say, look, there are professional voiceovers. That's what they do. That's their job. Don't, don't, albeit you probably think your voice is the best, um, best version of, 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 or the, the best, most suitable version of, of a voiceover for this commercial. But trust me, let's, let's, let's work with the, 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 the voices that do this day in, day out and deliver a really professional finished product. That said, you meet characters over the years. You meet people who've got charisma, who have got that, um, that, that understanding that that you know what maybe it will work. I'm not saying it's, it's it's never a flat no, but for me it's a case of I won't necessarily lead with it. I'm fat. I'll never lead with a client voice their own ads. However, if you meet a client who's got something about them, it might be they might be the owner of that business. This is Oxfordshire. It's, it's very common for us to, to 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 work with owner owner operated businesses, and they come across with the passion of having founded that business, having worked in it all their life, having employed a number of people to work in it with them. It's their business. It's it's an element of them. So sometimes you will meet people who've got the voice, who with the relevant um, kind of hand-holding, as it were, can deliver a good client voice commercial. It's just not the default from where I sit. I mean, it's, it's, it's an opinion piece here, but for my position... Probably not. However, there are certain instances where it works. There's 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 one example on the radio right now that I believe works. So um, it's uh, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's certainly a, a one off. I think absolutely and we absolutely all want to go and eat at the checkers of burkot don't we it's it's absolutely wonderful <laughs> <laughs> amazing so um Ch- charlie i'm, I'm going to bring this um uh, really across to you and and move it a, a little bit onto return on investment so so i think that we there'll be a lot of people listening um at home or in their office right now who are thinking yeah i i, I love the idea of of having my pizza vouchers going it going into an app um and and really kind of wondering what what should a return on investment from advertising be? And and I think that phrase really the common answer would be how long is a piece of string? Of course it would. But but what kind of returns are you seeing with advertisers? And what and what what should be I guess kind of the maths that that that, that advertisers should be should be doing right now in order for it to make sense for their business? 
So I think um, you know we're, ent- we're entering into new kind of world, a kind of new paradigm where you can actually get some kind of engagement. Um, uh, radio advertising has always been brilliant at brand awareness. One of the you get great cut through at home, and the reason being is that your ears are your only sensory organ that you can't turn off when you go to sleep. Everything else turns off, but you still hear things to make sure you don't get eaten by a tiger. Um, but so you, you're going to get that great cut through. And if you look at the media consumption habits, people spend about a third of their media consumption time listening to streaming audio, listening listening to audio and the radio. But only 8% of ad spend goes to radio advertising. And it's not because people don't like radio advertising. It's because there's no engaging formats or real-time data. And we're solving for both of those with these actionable ad campaigns. And then when playing this back, whenever we run a campaign, we then do a kind of a very detailed post-campaign report. And there we put the benchmarks. We know we've now got benchmarks. We know that we get between kind of a, a 0.1 and a 0.2 engagement rate. We call this a voice-through rate, which is very similar to a click-through rate that you see on display mm-hmm. advertising. And that that range is better than digital display advertising. So we're using that argument to get people to move their advertising budget lines. They were going to spend it on Facebook or, or display advertising. We can then get them to move that over to the radio line. Um, and we can see that kind of engagement. But then we run a more um, holistic brand uplift study. So we um, have a look at what people's perception of a brand were before they heard the radio advert and then after they heard that ad and then before they went and had a conversation with their smart speaker and then afterwards we put put that all together um and you know we can't go too deeply into different clients numbers i think you know you get very 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 different um uh different response rates for different offers if you're offering pizza discounts you get more people engaged than if you're offering uh to sell a bottle of bleach which will arrive with you tomorrow you know it's really really different kind of incentives people love to kind of respond to things which they're going to actually get benefit from um immediately but suffice to say we are rebooking most of our campaigns because once people see that they are actually getting some kind of extra insight than um, their classic audio campaigns then they they um they, they tend to book these again i think the uh, a war cry at the moment um is that you know if you're booking audio and radio campaigns in 2023 and they're not actionable it's a bit like booking a display campaign that you cannot click mm, no, re- really interesting insight really interesting insight <laughs> Um, and Mark, video advertising is is something that is becoming more and more common, isn't it? Um, every, every time we're online, we're we're seeing video content that can be clicked on at the end, um, and and that has a call to action. What 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 are some of the projects that you're working on with with businesses at the moment through through video, and what what are things that that we could could consider? The great thing about video advertising, certainly for a while, the reason I love doing video advertising is actually working with a client you get to understand their business and then the best way to show that on film and it doesn't have to be big long pieces people get very confused about you know we want a five minute film to advertise our thing well that's pointless because after about 30 seconds most people will have gone you capture them actually in the first five to ten but i find that uniquely challenging and it's exciting i'm working with couple of pubs at the moment and a, and a new restaurant as well as a well-being clinic and they're all quite different and they all have to show a different message and the the fundamental basis of any kind of video is the soundtrack so it's what you show on the screen it's what you hear again going back to the ears are so so important because it puts vision and audio together and it just works if you get it right um and so yeah packages where you, where you can sort of hold up maybe make 10 20 second films to spread out across a year 
does people an awful lot because the impact is immediate because it's visual, it's stimulating because you can hear it. And actually, I think it finds its way straight through to most people, provided they want that service, of course. Amazing. No, amazing. Um, Hamish, before um, we continue the conversation, I'm going to ask you a tricky question. Having worked in radio for 17 years, um, certainly, certainly in Oxfordshire, it's going to be tricky. What is your song choice and why have you picked it? Right, there's a bit of a bit of a story here. I was having dinner with Rich uh, from the Get Radio Breakfast show the other night. We had a smart speaker on in the background. We had um, uh, we had a playlist from a well-known streaming platform playing, and um, on the on 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 the smart speaker came a Basement Jacks track. I went to Rich. I said, Rich, we need to be playing more Basement Jacks on Get Radio. And since then, nothing's happened. So I was like, right, this is my opportunity to get more Basement Jacks on Get Radio. So my track is Basement Jacks and Where's Your Head At? Discussing topics that impact local businesses and their owners, this is The Business Brunch. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Brunch on Get Radio. Um, if you enjoyed that song chosen by Hamish, I encourage you to tweet Get Radio, email Get Radio, text Get Radio, saying we need some more Basement Jacks just for Hamish. Um, and I'm sure Rich will eventually give in. Um, so Hamish, back back to business. Um, let's 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 continue this um note about advertising because I think that what what you um and I see a lot with Oxfordshire businesses is is probably fear of advertising because I think we're all so good at doing what we do within our businesses, aren't we? But actually, sometimes the the unknown is scary. So I just want to go back to basics if, if it's okay with you. So can can you can you give um some things for businesses to really kind of consider about how to make the decision on advertising, how to kind of mitigate risk or how to understand risk of, of advertising. Is that right? Sure. Um quite a lot to unpack there, but but I'll I'll do it as best I can in a in as digestible form. Um <sighs> I don't think, I think, as, as I, as I said before, understand your market, understand who your customer base are, right? I'll, I'll use the Oxfordshire example. We've got what, 600, 650,000 people within, within, within the market. Okay. So if I'm a business of a certain, in a certain sector, I, 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 I should, if I'm doing my, 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 my job right, understand who my target audience are. That might be by geography. That might be by, um, by, uh, by, by, by gender, by age, by affluence. And there are a number of different factors, of course. If, if I know that, then I'm in a fairly good position to choose the most suitable platforms, um, with which to reach my audience, my potential customer base. Um, you need to think about creative. You need to think about how they're consuming you. Are you talking about linear radio? Are you talking about digital radio? We've talked about with Charlie. Are we going to be talking about um, other forms of digital advertising? Is it going to be bus stop ads, house of home? You know, are we going to look at a number of different um, platforms? Ideally, you wouldn't in a mix, but you need to understand where you're re- realistically where your audience are. If you're going to be, you know, reducing risk as best as possible, you've got to be choosing, I believe, as, as uh, the, the most accurate mix of, of, of platforms that will best allow you to reach your audience. Um, and you can do that with, you know, you can do that with a, a trusted eye. You could talk to me here at 
get radio, you know, you could talk to an advertising agency, you could talk to consultants, you could have an in-house marketing function. But I think if you are to reduce risk the most, I think you've got to be choosing the most realistic or the most suitable platforms um, for your for your to, to reach your desired customer base. There's a whole world of creative to talk about. How what creative are you using to to reach those um, to reach those potential customers? The wrong creative can destroy a campaign. You could be playing the wrong the wrong creative to a, 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 a an audience for a while, and it just have no impact. The right creative. You've got to spend the relevant amount of budget. You've got to put the relevant resource into your creative, and to be, make sure it's 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 suitable for your. Um, for your audience, um, budget is going to be of, of, of consideration. What's right for your business could be very different to another business. Every 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 business will have a different budget depending on 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 their size, on 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 their resource. So, a number of different factors, let's say, but a lot of things to consider. And yes, you can reduce risk, absolutely. But um, a well thought out campaign with the right recipe is the um, is the way to go. No, re- really good answer and a, and a really honest answer. So that, thank you for that, Hamish. Um, Charlie, I'm going to bring a similar question um, along to you uh, uh, around around risk, but but probably slight a slight tweak. Really, is I, I think we see a lot in advertising, don't we? Um, where where businesses are getting a good return, so they might be doing a radio campaign, or they might have um, a Google AdWords campaign. They might then add add in a television campaign, and, and we're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. How how with your platform or indeed advertising full stop can can we identify the size of the market? So how do we understand the size of the market to know that actually, if as opposed to a hundred thousand a year, we suddenly spend two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, we're getting two, three, or four times times a return. How how can you do that? So you know, the, you need to ask the people um, and look at the data. So you know, you know exactly how much you're spending or you're allocating to which different channels. So um, whether that's kind of radio or kind of um, TV or display or or whatever, you need to make sure that you've got the right kind of feedback loop so that you know on a monthly basis you've got the the cadence and the reporting showing you you know which media placements are actually driving a a return for your business and hopefully a a, a row as a return on kind of ad spend which is um, positive rather than negative and then where you see things working you know invest more over there and then within each one of those silos you then need to have a look at to kind of Hamish's point on the creative execution um, and that's often been a hard and kind of a long feedback loop to get to in the past because you don't know which one of your creative choices or routes is working better. But you can now quite easily create, you know, go back to your earlier question, you could create a, a founder-led ad, a professional-led ad, and not once with the cat among the pigeons, you can even create an AI-based ad, uh, which that, that, the state of that art is kind of rising swiftly. Um, and then you can test each one of those and see what the people say. So which one of those makes people, you know, literally fire up their vocal cords and talk back to you. And then you can double down on that creative route so that the money you're spending for that placement is um, really, really leveraged by your creative execution. So for me, it's, it's all about the data and making that feedback loop between kind of ad placement and feedback as to whether that's working or not, make that, making that as short as possible. Mm, no, re- really good, really useful. Um, Mark, you are a, a big networker, um, and 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 I think anyone in Oxfordshire will 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 have met you at a networking event uh, at some point. 
how how important is it to ensure that what you're saying and you're advertising is is true when they meet you in networking event or they buy your service or they work work with you as a customer how how important is that and and how do you make that happen how important is absolutely vital because unless you're an extremely good actor you will get found out very quickly if you're putting your face on the front of it honesty throughout is without a doubt be honest about yourself honest about your business and that way people get to know you as the person who actually delivers that business because hey i really like this guy he's a very very honest guy we can trust him with our money you know this is a thing and this is very important especially in this day and age because people don't have quite the amount of money they possibly did a year ago with the way inflation is rocketous and of course we're also at a time of year now where the heating is going to go be going back on for a lot of people very soon so people are going to start thinking so when they do invest in somebody they really really need to know that every single penny of what they invest is right and so by being for a self that face the person they meet in a network room or over a zoom if they pop around for a cup of coffee to start discussing what they want for me it's absolutely vital it's honesty all the way no matter who you are just be yourself and that will kind of carry you through you won't impress everybody we know that, but it'll impress the right people. And you can never go wrong with being honest. If you're not honest, if you're putting on a show or a face, you've got to be really very good at carrying that off over time. So honesty is, without a doubt, as far as I'm concerned, your number one gift. Amazing. Amazing. So, Hamish, I think one of the other things that would be useful to touch on uh, with, with the listeners today is is the different types of radio advertising. So I know that you've done a series um, quite recently on your LinkedIn profile in terms of what can you do on radio? Um, I've put you on the spot a little bit. Um, you've got all the hard questions, unfortunately, haven't you, Hamish? But let's, <laughs> let's, give, it, let, let's give it a go. What what can you do on radio? Um, and yeah, what, what, what are the different things you could do um, on Get Radio or indeed any radio station? There are there are a number of different uh, treatments. Let's call them. Okay, um, you can go from the very simple um, one voice, no music. Let's call it the Apple kind of uh, approach, where it's simplicity at its core, um, all the way through to um, I'll use the right term or an industry term is more like a sung jingle. You might have your 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 creative. Um, um, based around a song. It could be tailored for you from a lyrics perspective. It could be customized from a um, from a musical score perspective. It could be relicensed from a brand that is using the same track in another area of the country. There are a number of different things to um, to consider. My approach where where I'm kind of posed um, with this kind of question is 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 often how does it fit? Your brand. That's kind of the question I will ask a a a, um, a business owner or, or a head of marketing. What kind of treatment do we think? And we might not know the answer at that point, but let's discover. Let, let's have a conversation about what fits your brand. Um, I was talking to a um, to a windows, doors, and conservatories um, business uh, two weeks ago about about their brand and asking the questions about. What, what their style is. If you're in a um, visual conversation, what's your color palette? What's your font? What's your language tone? What do you use from a from a brand asset perspective in 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 visual form? Those kind of questions need to be asked. But in audio, um, what kind of voice is suitable to reach your and resonate most with your um, with your target audience? Do we want to consider a memorable set of tones? 
think about um, some well-known, well-known, you know, global brands, let's say, um, that, that have used a, a number, a number of different tones that that we would associate with their brand without any voiceover at all. You know, it might be a a small amount of sung content at the beginning, beginning and the end, with a um, with a bit of spoken content in the middle. They may be licensing well-known music tracks that are popular across the last few decades, and that that's fine. Brands do that. That brands do that to add weight and, and credibility to their to their creative. Um, audio is a wonderful thing. Audio has to make audio has to work hard, right? From a linear perspective, right? I know it's not an advert. Listen to this: when you're consuming sport, right? I prefer sport commentary on the radio um, over TV commentary because the radio has to work harder for you. The audio has to work harder because we're not watching it. If you put the TV on, on the rugby or the football and put the relevant radio commentary on in the background and put the TV on mute, it's going to be a wonderful experience if it matches up from a timing perspective. But it just goes to show audio has got to work really hard. We don't always... And obviously, the technology is advancing from a from a radio perspective, from a um, sometimes visual experience. Um, but audio needs to work very hard. So you need to be able to think about the the wording. You need to be able to think about the the delivery, the the treatment of it, and that comes from voice, from script. Again, you talk about clients voicing their own ads over the years. I still get it, voicing um, clients wanting to script their own ads as well. And that's why we have a, an access to a team of very, very good radio script writers, because you need to think about how many words can fit into a 30-second commercial. That doesn't mean, mean you have to fill a 30-second commercial with words. That just means there is a time limit on that piece of piece of audio. Um it's a very good point to make that less is often more and you don't need to fill that piece with words. You can use wonderful sound effects. You can use great music beds um, and, and kind of let that do the work for you. So it's a, it's, it's a wonderful experience going through the creative side. It's one of the most enjoyable parts that we talk to clients about. Um, our, Our approach with clients is very much the creative led approach where if, if we're to convince a client that radio in Oxfordshire or in our particular radio station is right, then then we need to do more than just show them the numbers, show them the reach, show them the information about the radio station. We need to give them an example of what their brand could sound like. So we'll go away and do the scripting work. In some instances, we'll go away and demo the ad without commitment, but just to show them how their brand could sound on the radio to give them confidence that um, we can look after their brand and that their brand can sound great on our platform. Amazing. No, thank you so much. Um, we are coming to the end of the show, um, but one of the things that I do really like to do, um, and, and it's as if you guys haven't done so already, you've given so many great tips, is, is share a kind of a final passing tip with the listeners. So um, we've probably got about a minute left, so probably about 20 seconds each, and I'm going to pick on you first, Charlie, so apologies. What would be your, I guess, your takeaway tip under the umbrella of advertising for the Oxfordshire business owner listening? It's going to surprise you that I'm going to lead with data followed quickly by data and more data understanding you know the um you can have the best idea of what your um your target audience wants but they will tell you what they need so um listen to what they say measure everything and constantly um, refine and iterate amazing what about yourself mark what would be your top tip 
I would say without a shadow of a doubt that never look at how much you're spending. It's about what you're investing in your business. Um, you will get the best price and you will get the best return if you do it right. But you have to make that step and go forward with it. And last but not least, Hamish, what's your top tip? Know where your potential customers are. Understand what what platforms your customers are are, are using and choose the relevant channels to find those customers and make sure you land your brand in front of them. Amazing. Great advice as always. Um, but that is the end of the show. Um, so thank you so much um, to our three guests for joining us on the Business Brunch on Get Radio today. Um, just a reminder, we've had Hamish Law of Get Radio. We've had Charlie Cadbury of Say It Now. And we've had Mark Grayson of Starstream Photography and Film. Um, so thank you so much to the three of you for your time and contribution to the discussion. Next week, we're going to be back with two brand new guests um, and a double act from RJS Waste. Um, So we're going to be joined by Tony Wells and John Gotham. um, And they're going to be talking about all things that are scary in the world of waste. So we're going to be um, talking about some of the harmful waste that is a little bit difficult to get rid of. But we're also going to talk a little bit about a lot of the work that they've done in the community. We're going to talk about... um, really how they've grown as a business and and the real business story behind it so it's sure to be a good show um and finally just a reminder um you can listen to this show on the radio online every sunday at 11 a.m so hopefully see you again next week um but you can also listen in a podcast format available for all your favorite podcast platforms which is released on the monday morning um on the get radio social channels um and also there is a video format as well um of get radio which again is released on their facebook page and indeed on the website every tuesday but for now enjoy the rest of your sunday and we'll see you next week